You're listening to the Bored to Death Bingecast, talking TV shows and movies in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Bingecast. I am Jay, being joined by... Sam. And we are here to talk about the first three episodes of the new HBO Max DC Extended Universe. Is that what they're calling it? The DCEU? I guess that's what they're trying to go with because they they don't have any canonical anything anymore. I don't yeah. think they know yet. Uh, yeah, they're just basically like, yeah, this stuff's all loosely connected, unless we say otherwise. Yeah, uh, but we're here to talk about the first three episodes of the new HBO Max series, Peacemaker, starring John Cena. I mean, I was watching it, but I I never saw the lead. Oh, well, it's nothing. I mean, they've made how many movies about Spider Man, and they've never never revealed who he really is. That's true. It's weird, you know? But, um... They like to follow around this Peter Parker kid. Yeah. I have no idea who he is. Yeah, same. But Peacemaker is a follow-up to the to the Suicide Squad. The James Gunn. The James Gunn Suicide Squad, featuring uh, Idris Elba as Bloodsport, and, of course, the inevitable Harley Quinn, and a bunch of other uh, lesser-known DC characters... Two. He said he wanted to go with ones that are ridiculous, nobody knows of, and would have at least interesting superpowers he could Polka mess dot with. Polka Man. Yeah, he, that he could play around with, and like, and in his words, complete losers, almost. And Nanawe, King Shark, right? Yeah. Who was, who was probably one of the funniest, <laughs> just for hand. You know, you know who voiced him, right? Mm-hmm. But they... Uh, they killed off Peacemaker, only they didn't, because they had already intended to write or do another a uh, TV series with him for HBO Max, which is what this was, and it sort of picks up where where it left off, or a few months later. Oh, we probably should have prefaced this at the beginning that it was going to be spoilers. Oh yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. I mean, well, and the Suicide Squad, and the Suicide Squad, but <laughs> oops, oopsie. Uh, but yeah, so spoilers from here on out uh, for the show. At least. For the show, at least. Um, but it opens with him getting released from the hospital and trying to go back to his mouth because people don't don't have hick dropping out of their mouth whenever they open it. But it's small town America. He figured he was Scott Clear. I, I loved the interaction at the very beginning of him and, and the janitor and the janitor. Yes, yeah. I mean th- those sorts of. Interactions are okay, but I, if I'm honest, I didn't really, I don't like some of the dialogue. It's like too much, they're going too much for the, for the foul language and stuff here. It's like, this, and this has been, if I'm honest, this has been an issue I've had with a lot of HBO Max stuff. Hmm. Um, I haven't finished watching it, but, uh, but Gen Lock season two Originally, you know, John Locke season one had been Rooster Teeth exclusive. It had been on their yeah. on their on their uh, RT first subscription service, um, and but then because they're owned by Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers was like, "We're going to make season two, but we're going to put it on HBO Max." And it's like once they put it on HBO Max, they're like, "Okay, now we can make it more adult." Not that it was not not that it was like kitty stuff before. But it's like they turned up the the foul language, uh, and they put a sex scene in there. 
a pointless sex scene. It's like just because they can. It's I don't like when they decide to do that. It's like we don't we're not on conventional cable anymore. We're not we don't really have to adhere to any sort of restrictions. Uh, it just feels like that's what well, that's I haven't what they seen did with it, that. so I don't have a. Mm. I have but, much say on that one, but with the, I feel like that was sort of the same same thing here. Yeah, it's not like the Suicide Squad was short on violence and foul language and sex, but it feels like they they this was they a gun. T- they, it felt like they took it up a, a further notch. I think this was all James Gunn just playing around. Yeah, but a lot of his stuff is just slipped in foul language because I mean how we talk. Hear how yeah. we talk when it's not business, when not work related. Just the f word comes out like every other word, just yeah. because it fits. Yeah, that word. You know, we don't have to hold back when we're yeah. So when we're know, watching not, a not show, in public or not at not at work. So I mean, if it's no, I I didn't notice it as hard as you might have with it. it that like I said, that's just how it felt to me. But uh but his interactions with the the janitor was pretty entertaining. Yeah. I like that back and forth. The sitcom arch nemesis vibe he's got going with uh Economos. Uh Diebeard. Oh. As uh, peacemaker calls him cuz he is convinced that uh the guy dyes his beard. It's like three different colors. And the guy is, the guy tries to defend it's like I've always had weird colored hair. Um and it's just, uh, but so he, he thinks he makes it out, yeah. gets to his place, and then surprise, <laughs> surprise, subseries that work directly under the supervision of Amanda, Amanda Waller. Waller. Yeah, this guy uh, Clemson, Clemson Mern. Uh, never heard of the character, so I don't know if he is canonical or not. Um, says, "Well, we weren't going to let you just go. Like you think we're stupid." You only served five years of your thirty-year sentence. <laughs> we, we did. You think you were free and clear? And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, I killed Rick Flag." It's like, "Well, that wasn't your mission." It's like, my my mission was to stop keep keep, keep this project Starfish out. from from coming out. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I mean, Aegis Elba currently has it. Yeah. So well, whatever might happen with that. Yeah, but I don't know how much Peacemaker is aware that of that. Well, I mean, he did have it, then got shot. Yeah, and, well, in, in Peacemaker's mind, it's like, I kept true to the mission. I did not, I stayed loyal to uh, and that's why Task they, Force X. <laughs> they said, and that's why we're going to keep you out, but we need you to work on some other projects out here. Uh, this namely, this, namely this one. Project Butterfly. Um, so he's like, okay, whatever. Keeps me out of jail. Um... They, they pal around. We get to know the characters a little bit more. Yeah, we're, we're introduced to his like Task Force X handlers. He, there's Mern, who's some mercenary that uh, now works for Waller. Yeah. I'm, and well, we do know that they that he actually does work for Waller because we saw Leota uh, communicating with her on her, on Skype or whatever, yeah. FaceTime. Um. And so we know that there is an actual connection there. This isn't just some guy that did work for Task Force X that just got his hands on Peacemaker's files. Like, and the other two, now. the other two were on their on, on Amanda's shit list from the happenings at the end at the of, end of the, the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, we had uh, with and those were Economos, Diebeard, yeah, uh, and and uh, Harcourt, yeah. 
And then we're also introduced to Leota. Um, she has a different name. What? She has a different name. The um, God. Oh, that's her last name, Adeboye. Oh. That's right. So. Um, who is Waller's daughter? <laughs> yeah. Waller's daughter. And, you, and they didn't mention this, but this is in a deleted scene because I watched an interview with James Gunn. The person... That hit her in the back. That hit Amanda Waller in the back of the head at the end of the movie. There's a deleted scene where she's getting drug off to jail. Uh, they showed a clip of that in the in the previews, like previously on the Suicide Squad. He held that out for the TV show. Also, that's I, Amanda Waller's cousin. Oh, the the chick that got that clubbed her with the golf club. Showing she means business. You fuck with me. Fuck with you back harder. Doesn't matter if you're related to me or not. Yeah, family doesn't matter. Even even her daughter Waller. is on the chopping block. Amanda Waller is a cold bitch. She does what she needs to do to get things done. Yes. I don't agree that she was just going to blow up, like, kill the entire Task Force X. Oh, I believe it. Oh, no, I mean, I don't agree with it. Yeah. But all of her methods have a reason. Yeah, that's true. I think that was her power trip. And but Amanda Waller's always been that sort of character. And I'm not I, I, sure. There was a scene in uh, the Justice League cartoon when the Justice League uh, met up with her and Batman tries to tries to do his Batman thing to intimidate her and she's like, you don't scare me, rich boy. And Batman has actually looked surprised when she said that. It's like, yeah, her saying that just basically told him, yeah, I know who you are. You don't scare me. Oh, uh, well, um... At least you keep that to yourself. Thank yeah. you. Um, but along the way, we're also introduced to some of the other characters around Evergreen, uh, like Peacemaker's dad. Yeah. Uh, August some August Smith. August uh, Ransom Smith. That's what it was. I, I tried I to remember s- what his middle name was when the because when the cops came showed up at his at his they did his the full first name. Time, they did his full name. August uh, Ransom Smith. He is a racist piece of shit. Like, anti-woke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and there's way more going on with him. I than... love the little touches when he's walking into his dad's house and he has Alex Jones on. Yeah. That just, <laughs> that t- I cracked that told, up that, that told you That told you everything you needed to know about, about the character right there. Well, we knew all we needed to know about the character at first, about... How he raised what he did to his son, to make but then him what he it's was. like you learn that there's way more going on with him, like the hyperspace closet, right? Where this is like a one level, like shotgun house, sort of you know, small town America, you know, uh, ranch ranch house, and he just goes up to a closet, punches in a punches in a code on a pretty fancy key, you know, keyboard lock, num- number pad lock. And then opens the door into the fucking into TARDIS. The <laughs> into, the, into the TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. It's like guns, lots of guns, spare armor and, and helmets for. And, so and I'm helmets. assuming he was the original Peacekeeper? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Damn it. I keep saying doing that. Well, who, yeah, Peacemaker. Right. Because he's like, okay, what happened? What, why do you need another helmet? Uh, well, and we also doubt there was the scene where, where they're both sort of sat down eating breakfast and he's trying to tell his dad about the, what, he, what he'd been doing. And his dad's just sit, sat there completely unimpressed with any of it until he starts mentioning uh, Bloodsport and uh, how Bloodsport is scared of rats and talked about what Bloodsport's dad did to him. And 
suddenly Robert Patrick, because that's who plays his dad, yeah. starts bursts out laughing. <laughs> starts to choke on his cereal or whatever. And he went to go get him a glass of water. He goes, wait, don't tell me that's the one that shot you. No, he was still laughing. He's like, just tell, please don't tell me that's the, that's the F word who shot you. Yeah. He did, you know, I'm not going to repeat repeat some of the language that uh, that August, August did, Smith did was, he, was... Did he drop the heavy? Which one? Well, blood sport. Oh, he no, he has not dropped the n bomb yet. Okay, but he, I, I, he's but he dropped uh, all sorts oh, of pejoratives all. for a lot of other for a lot of other things. The f word, uh, you know, that's the mildest he said. F star star, <laughs> not not you know the f bomb, but uh, slur for a gay person. Oh uh, yeah yeah, um, but he was dropping like slurs for all sorts of other everything. Yeah, and then there's like when the cop showed up at his door and he started throwing a racist language at the Asian cop, calling her chopsticks. <laughs> it's just like I don't have. I was like, that's he, turn, he turned to the white cop. Is like I don't have any problems answering questions from you. It's just I don't really like Egg Fu Young. If you if you know what I'm saying. I was like, good lord. <laughs> well, if they want you to, I mean, gun knows how to make you hate somebody. Oh yeah. And oh, if yeah. you didn't hate him at the very beginning, I mean, you'll you'll hate him towards the end mm. of the three episodes. Well. Episode two is where he uh, he gets locked up because reasons. Um, it's it takes a little bit of explaining. It was episode three, was it? Mm-hmm. That the scene where he's at where he's at the jail because it for because it was the third episode where all the stuff went down and they had to. I mean, I know it, that's where, it, I know that's episode two. Maybe it was episode two was like the follow up to him uh, having oh, to fight with a butterfly in the, in the apartment. But let's go back to uh, Cena trying to. Trying to get his noodle wet. Yeah, because he's been in the prison for four years. <laughs> so, they all meet up at a restaurant, and he comes fully decked out in, after meeting his dad. As the uh, Task Force X Force folks put it, in full cosplay mode. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you're... You came in your costume. We're doing an undercover mission, and you came full... In full costume. It's not It's not a costume, it's a uniform. It strikes fear into, into the hearts of the, the people I kill. It's like... Yeah, he is like 100%. You could see his 100% dad. believes in. You could see the stuff that his dad is pretty much ingrained in him oh, when yeah. he was like, hey, sweet cheeks, and he's like snapping and whistling at the. Uh, yeah, as soon as he did that, I'm like, are you. I thought I was supposed to like this guy if he's the protagonist. Well, you, you, you start to see him hate who he's become when he starts getting told, like, nobody likes me. Everyone's calling me a loser. Peacemaker. I'm what a joke. Idiot. <laughs> what a joke. And he's starting, he's like, is this have I been doing things wrong this whole time? Answer: Yes, yes, you have. Um, so that that was that was one of the things Gunn said he wanted to do was take somebody that you could seemingly never like and put a spin on it to where it's like you start to understand given the redemption feel. arc, maybe. And yeah, uh, I could see I could see that, but um, but after the, all this, you know, he's. He drives off in his star-spangled muscle car with his pet eagle, Eagly. Oh yeah, he had to go back to his. He went to his dad's to get a new helmet because he gave it to and the cabbie because he had no money because he just got out of. Well, he was in prison. That's why he went to go to his dad's to get a helmet and to get Eagly and his vehicle. Yep, and Eagly is like one hundred percent loyal to him. You know, like gives gives him a hug when he when he sees him. I'm shocked his. Dad yeah. was taking care of him for the last five years. 
Well, I could see, you know, his dad being like, I can't kill a bald eagle. <laughs> as 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 racist and as an unpleasant person as he is, you know, he is, strikes me as just the right kind of warped patriot that I can't kill a bald eagle. Yeah, I could see that. No matter how no matter how much of a failure he thinks his he thinks his son is, he's he wouldn't kill a bald eagle. So he sees the the one girl of their group, the Harcourt, yeah. Uh, well, no. Into- because he, he sort of had an interaction with both Harcourt and Leota. Because he had the... In now they, the have a, they have a nice, like, heart-to-heart. Yeah, it's just sort of like... He sort of... Well, yeah. Uh, he got on well enough with Leota. And he's just like eagerly... Well, because she laughed at one of his jokes. Yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. I, I'm not a terrible person to her. Great. Even though, like, even the janitor thought he was a racist asshole. I was like, oh, you're that racist... Super villain. He's like I'm superhero. Like what? I'm a superhero I'm not and a racist. I'm not racist. I kill just as many white people as I do to anybody else. <laughs> I've killed white people too. It's like yeah, but in the, in the janitor's like the proportions are kind of off. That would that makes you seem kind of racist. <laughs> um, um, but that's okay. Vigilante made up for it. <laughs> At least according to Vigilante. But. Uh, Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Vigilante was just <laughs> Vigilante's a goofball Especially all the v- Voicemail messages That have been left behind There's like 57 <laughs> Voicemail messages It's like literally Like every single day You wanna go can... watch this Oh we can go see a movie Oh let's I, go I got, it, I, got it, I got I heard about this Heroin deal That's going down <laughs> Come on I could use a, girl, a Team up So Yeah He's driving past Sees her going He's like alright Let me go This is my chance To make my move Yeah Um Goes in there. She's already being harassed by the by the local hicks, like giving her. Well, yeah. One guy goes up to her and tries to hit on her. Actually, like strokes her hand, and I was just like, "Wow, okay, that that's me- forward. That's very forward." Oh, he must have been drunk. Already. And yeah, he you know made some. He tried some pickup line, and she's just sort of like, I don't, you know, uh, and made some crack about uh, getting rid of rotten fish breath, and he you know immediately goes into into hostile Chad mode. <laughs> Going back to his friends and getting all pissed off. Well, no, yeah, and then one of his friends gets so pissed off about what this guy is telling is has told him. He storms over to her and starts starts calling her an ugly fucking. Starts to say the c word, which is when she just basically like throat jabs him and then just like. And this was when Cena had already walked. Yeah, Peacemaker had just had walked in and and sat down and started talking to her. I'll have what she's having, kind of thing. And then that starts to go on, and he was looked like he was about ready to get up to you know. I'm gonna defend her honor, and she, and she just proves I don't need you to to defend me from these assholes. <laughs> and at that point, he was just like full on. I, I want to bone you. Yeah, it's been four years. I haven't been with a woman. Mm. Yeah, I haven't been with anyone. I it's haven't been, been with a woman. And, you know, because he actually said I haven't been with anyone, and then he clarified it with with a, with a woman. That was actually added by John Cena. I, I don't. I'm not surprised. Making John Cena him, is just quick enough on the draw because there was no talk between anybody that the, this was how he was going to be mm. that he was going to be oh well he's a hundred percent like his dad almost mm. well, John Cena, Cena was, was the one that made it eh, let's let's take this avenue yeah Cena was goes, one of the few people that WWE would let improv on you know on his their promos so many others were like heavily scripted you need to see that um interview with um the the director James Gunn man okay. it was it was pretty good yeah um, but after she basically turns him down he's you know peacemaker spots this this other chick 
Look like she's straight out of a, a hair metal groupie. Yeah. Uh, and they sort of make eyes at one another, and then cut to they're banging. <laughs> they're banging. And, and, and f- fair warning about the episode, first episode at least, you, you see a good amount of John Cena ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's in his tidy, tidy wh- whities for the rest of that episode. Pretty bulgy tidy whities too. Well, John Cena made a <laughs> well, peacemaker. peacemaker made a joke about how it's too big. <laughs> it's too big. You're going to be in excruciating pain. Yeah. Um. <laughs> just how he does it with a fucking straight face, I just don't know. It's because he's said how much ridiculous shit in WWE for so for so long. Yeah, especially when he was doing still doing the rapper gimmick and the stuff that he was well, saying there. He would just do it while dead ass serious. While right? they're back at the place, she's brushing her teeth, freshening up. Then all of a sudden, he's like, "Ah, oh, cool! I'm gonna check out your your record collection." And he's oh like, shit, and he's, and he's marking out about some of the some of the records that she has. It's just like, so oh, I I saw the. Uh, I saw Choir Boys when they when they came through Evergreen when I was a kid. And he's like puts on the record, starts singing Jamming it in a vibrator. Yeah, I using, using the vibrator as a microphone. I was just like, shit. wow. Apparently, I didn't read the article, but it was like the blurb of the article, the part that made him the most uncomfortable, and it just showed a picture of him doing that. Which I don't know if that's true. You know, it could, it could just like be the, him. You know, blowing smoke up the interviewer's ass just to see what he could say that they would believe. <laughs> so um, she starts to twitch out uh-huh. and then goes to attack him. And goes, and she goes with a full knife. Body, she goes full body snatcher. And she, he's like, "What the fuck?" At first, he's just like not even fighting back. He's just like trying to defend himself. And he's like, "Well, fucking hell, really?" And starts fighting back. She ends up throwing his ass through a wall, and he's like, "Well, fuck this!" <laughs> yeah, jumps out the fucking window of a fifth. Floor. Yeah. Mind you, he is not superhuman. He took a bunch of knives to, you know, knife wounds. Oh. Stabs. And he's still doing this while he's recovering from having a broken collarbone. Which he also jumped and landed on. Yep. Out the fifth floor. Um... And then he basically staggers his way to his... to his car. And she jumps out the window, full superhero landing. Oh, yeah. Um, because of course... Going running straight for me, scrambles to put the helmet on, which had a new feature that is that his dad had put in it for a sonic boom. It and puts he, a shield over him, and then and it just annihilated the skin from her body. It turned, it her, it turned her into mush. chunky. It turned her into chunky salsa. You know how everyone's like, "Oh man, check out these shows on Netflix. Oh, they look good. The graphics are kind of good. The CGI." HBO Max is, is just like, <laughs> "Yeah, give us this your lunch money." Was amazing. Yeah, for all that Netflix stuff gets praise, and rightly so in a lot of cases. HBO Max is like, "Yeah, give me your lunch money." <laughs> um, and. That's sort of the end of the first episode, and the second episode is deals with the. Oh, we find out that that's one of the butterflies. Mm-hmm. What they're trying to take out and eliminate. Uh, well, what they what they told him he was going to do was take out a a U.S. senator that was a butterfly. that was part no that was part of some, some of this project oh. butterfly. But then we find out that a that the a butterfly is a thing, not just some project, kind of like Project Starfish, which was actually a. A star, and he even which actually was Starro. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious that he mentioned. He's like, you guys have some pretty lame ass names for these things. Yeah. Um, but like the the next episode, he calls up Harcourt and just uh, explains what's happened, and, sh- and she's immediately like, "Oh fuck!" 
she rallies the team. It's just like Peacemaker just just fucked a butterfly. Uh, and they get there, and they're basically the cops surrounded by the cops. Can't do anything about it. He takes a you know Peacemaker ends up taking a couple hostage and has to tie them up. Oh my oh, god! After he ransacks the butterfly's apartment, oh yeah, he just steals, steals all her records. The records, anything that looked interesting to him, he had this weird little thing that he I, grabbed her panties too and sniffed them on the way out, <laughs> <laughs> just to prove how, he's much a sexual, a creep, how much of a creep he is. Again, I chalk it up to he's it's been five years. I get the impression that even if it I mean he been, is if, a deviant, but yes. still. It also has been five years. He is a perv. It's not just been in prison. He's a fucking perv. Consider the, the dad. You know for a fact. And then there was the line in episode three where uh, he tried, where he was trying to reassure uh, Leota that he's an ally to 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 the gay community, you know, to lesbians. You know, and she's just like having a having a lesbian haircut doesn't make you an ally. He's like, you should see my porn collection. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. Just yeah, like, just like, yeah, that's that that, that, that that doesn't make you an ally. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Like the the quick wittedness mm-hmm. of the comedy is what I really really enjoy about the show. Yeah, and without without diving too much into the other two episodes, since we did kind of a re a cap uh, point to point one. episode one. Uh, there's another character that he works with uh, is Vigilante. Vigilante. He starts skulking around, then he gets caught up in the mix in episode three of the whole. Although we got the great scene in episode two where they went out into the woods and shot up a bunch of appliances. That was good shit. <laughs> yeah, that was that, that was literally just a couple couple dudes blowing off steam uh, with literally every weapon at their. Oh, because he was he was in his room. Uh, Not crying. Yes, I was doing facial exercises. To... <laughs> it's like from here, it looks like you're crying. <laughs> I was I was doing facial exercises. <laughs> so like, he 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 noticed his friend was hurting. Yeah, and he's like, "Come on, let's go do this." I've, and, I've been sto- I've been stocking up uh, appliances and, and and shit, man. <laughs> and then they just literally go out there and blow up a bunch of bunch of stuff. And mind like, you, vigilante, vigilante, he's like shooting a smiley face into a washing machine, and then a peacemaker shoots a, shoots a dryer with a piece and shoots a peace symbol into it. It's it's good stuff. I. He's better. He's better. A better artist with bullet holes than he is with a sharpie. <laughs> yeah, we noticed that one. <laughs> it's like every, time I try, every time I try to draw the dove of peace, it looks like a ghost. <laughs> and, and we we noticed the the him trying to change himself throughout these three episodes. Yeah, he's, he's just like realizing people don't like me. I need to do better. But and, he's just because of all the shit his dad put into his head and he just needs to try to he's trying to get over that yeah i think that's the whole thing they they pin the blame of the whole incident at the hotel with the butterfly mm. on his dad which, and that well, puts him but in that jail. was that was diebeard's uh decision which yeah. Mern wasn't happy with it's like we're trying to get peacemaker on our side and your idea to do that is to frame his dad he's like i don't know i fucking panicked you were in the bathroom I didn't know if you're going number one or number two. It's like, should I text you what I'm doing in the bathroom? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the dynamic for everybody. Oh yeah, it's it's so fucked it's, up. It's weird. It's like everyone's an asshole except for um, Leota. Well, but even then, you get the impression that well, she is. It's like she saw her what her mom was like, and it's like I'm not going to be like her. But the, she's still sort of caught up in all of Waller's bullshit anyway. Yeah, and so her. Oh, uh, hard. What's hardcore? Hardcore. Um, she's not a hundred percent terrible. She's just really pissy a lot. 
Well, it's just like but you notice the little scene between her and and uh, Peacemaker. Uh, in episode that, three, yeah, where yeah, they, where they just kind of have like a heart to heart kind of things. Like until I don't know, just showed up and sort of ruined everything. <laughs> Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like look it's, at the, look at it's like I think they're to- James Gunn is totally trying to play him as a fucking Deadpool esque character. Yeah, there's no way you're. I not. got so many Deadpool vibes off of Vigilante, <laughs> and there was there's even an article about that. It's like, oh, why uh, Vigilante? He's better than uh, scene appearances are better than Deadpool. I'm like, huh? huh? That's that. I'm sorry, that is a high bar to clear. <laughs> I mean, unless you have a big thing against Ryan Reynolds, I mean, that's the only thing that I could see yeah. that somebody would have that um, big of a deal with. But, yeah, it's it was it was an interesting series. Episode 3 ended on one hell of a cliffhanger with the, with the computer screen showing the butterfly uh, infiltration. Oh, fuck. It's like they just set us up for a sequel movie. I'm like, good God. When, I mean, three episodes, practically movie length. Well, and... It's like episode three is where they it was where they finally send Peacemaker to do his to do his assassination mission and yeah. it's like on the drive there they suddenly tell him oh uh, we don't know if he's a butterfly and we don't know if the rest of his family might be a butter, might be butterflies so you so might, you'll have to be willing so you, to kill so, all so, of them. so you might need to kill all of them wife well, we, and, wife and kids we forgot to mention the bodyguard of the senator judo master <laughs> he's like three foot nothing he's like yeah well you looked him up on online he's like five foot four but. You know, given that he's next to John Cena, he comes across as being like three feet tall, but still fully capable of kicking your ass. Yeah, it's and it was a badass scene where he's just taking everybody out because he's a martial arts master. Yep. Yeah. What about it's, the scene? It's like literally he, there in the name, <laughs> judo master. And I want to say his outfit is comic accurate, most likely. <laughs> Probably. It looks like it. They strike me as trying to go more uh, comic book accurate with with. Some of the uniforms See, of anybody that's not one ridiculous of the, that's helmet. not part of the Justice League themselves, <laughs> and uh, he he whoops everybody's ass, catches uh, Peacekeeper, the Peacemaker, Peacemaker, and uh, Vigilante, and Vigilante, and then starts to torture Vigilante. Well, no, well, there's the scene where you know Judo Master is there and he's just flicking things at <laughs> at Peacemaker's face. <laughs> no, first it was him just eating flaming hot cheese. Like, hey man, what's that you got there? Flaming hot cheetahs? It's like, mm-hmm. What, you want some? Yeah, right here. Opens his mouth and he just starts freaking power flicking them at his face in general, just yeah. trying to hit him. He's like, I don't know. And when the senator finally sent, sends him away as he's walking through the tunnel, he turns back, looks at Peacemaker, gives him the finger. <laughs> just like that's one a, last little fuck you. That's that's another thing about this show. The middle fingers are everywhere. Oh yeah. Middle fingers and the F bomb. Well, Which again, HBO Max. It's like I don't I don't I feel like if it were in the, if this were in a movie, yes. But if this were, you know, it just feels like they're they're going more in with that sort of stuff on HBO Max than they would do if it were if this were like a Netflix series. I feel like it wouldn't be. Well, Netflix is trying to push as many viewers as possible. This is this is rated R to be rated R. We're going to let you know it's R. Well, no, because Netflix will still do R-rated stuff, but. I feel like if if this were a Netflix series, they wouldn't be going in as hard with the f bombs and uh, the middle fingers. Again, and all I the think other this language. is a lot of James. Again, Gunn. this is just my impression of it, which may not be the same as as yours. This is just my opinion. Uh, what I'm saying about it is, it's 
they're letting Gun do what Gun wants to do. Yeah. And if Gun wants to push the the f bomb, uh, well, it's like if well they're doing that because they realize if they don't give Gun what he wants, he you know Marvel will take him back. Marvel already has. He's working on uh, Guardians Three. Well, there you go. Like he had the script finished. He's just filming it's like, now. But it's just like the, I, they may have realized that nobody else could really do this the way he could. I was watching a couple critics uh, talk about Venom and how Venom Let There Be Carnage would have been so much better if Gun was in the reins. Oh yeah, I I overheard you talking with uh, Chris about this the other day because that is. And I'm thinking about. I was like, holy shit, a uh, James, yeah, James Gun rated Venom. R Venom movie. Yes. Sony. Sony, make it happen. <laughs> Sony, stop fucking up. No offense to uh um the director of the second one, which was um I love him as a as an actor. Uh Andy Circus. Yeah, Andy Circus. But we and I don't know if, how much of that was studio interference because that's that's whoops, that's something that you have to bear in mind when it comes to when it comes to Sony especially. Because Carnage to me is not a PG thirteen character. No. To me, they they done fucked my boy up. They made him kind of a bitch, and didn't really do anything with blade. Well, no, let's edges. let's consider the language that Venom probably would have used in movies. They pussied him. They made him into a pussy. What are you a pussy? Yeah. Uh, um, but it's yeah. But Peacemaker so far. I'm gonna finish it. I'm yeah, sure. I know you're gonna finish. It's it. only a six six episode series. Okay, so, I mean, so that that's not gonna be too much of a stretch for me then. But it's just I'm gonna watch the rest of the series. Just I'm probably not gonna be like you and gotta watch it the 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 next day that it's out. Um, not like with uh, Book of Boba Fett or uh, or stuff like that. Um. But Peacemaker is it's hitting some of the right notes. I like I said, some of the some of the content that they've decided to put into it, I'm not a huge fan of, but um I can push through it because I'm now I wanna see where this goes. Yeah, Zeke Zeke was only interested to see more after the very end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. He yeah. said it wasn't really He hasn't he hasn't doing finished it watching him. all three episodes yet, so that's why he's not participating in this right now we kind of wanted to get this get this done and so it's still during the first week <laughs> yeah um we may end up doing a rap cast for it uh I'm, I'm up for doing individual episodes as they come out if you want to like that at least the weekend of we'll see yeah we'll see um as as you know i'm dealing with some personal life yeah. stuff going on i'm not going to get into it here on the binge cast it's but it's preoccupying my mind a lot of the time. Maybe we'll hit some Jujutsu Kaisen sometime soon. Yep, I still need to upload that. Uh, I have quite a bit uh, backlogged. I've got upload. Um, I've got. Uh, I've still got Eighth uh, MS Team to, to the see the cast. new Hotel Transylvania that apparently is not in theaters anymore. It's Amazon Prime and it's out now. Stuff coming out soon that uh, we're all pro- that we're all looking forward to. I know. I'm looking forward to Legend of Vox Machina on Prime Video uh, later this month. Uh, I know you've seen the trailer for that, and it's got I haven't you seen intrigued. The trailer. I'm, you haven't seen the trailer. I'm oh. trying to keep myself blind now at this point because everyone's like, "Oh, this looks really good." I'm I mean, like, okay, I cool. can show I you. Know. I could show you the trailer. It probably won't spoil spoil much of anything because you won't have context for any of it. That's fine. Um, I'll be but, good. Better. Yeah, going but that's off. gonna go ahead and wrap up this edition of the Binge Cast. All uh, right. So. 
For Sam, I'm Jay, and we will see you next time. Oh, fuck, it's Peacemaker. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Bingecast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel, and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge.